Section 11 of Radioactive Substances. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Read by Hawaii in October 2010. Radioactive Substances by Marie Curie. Chapter 4 Communication of Radioactivity to Substances Initially Inactive. Part 3 Variations of the Activity of Radium Salts on Heating. When a radium compound is heated, it gives off an emanation and loses activity. The more intense and the more prolonged the heating, the greater is the loss of activity. Thus, on heating a radium salt for one hour to 130 degrees, it loses 10% of its total radiation. On the other hand, heating for 10 minutes to 400 degrees produces no apparent effect. Heating to redness for several hours destroys 77% of the total radiation. The loss of activity on heating is more considerable for the penetrating than for the absorbable rays. Thus, heating for several hours destroys about 77% of the total radiation, but the same amount of heating destroys nearly the whole, 99%, of the radiation that traverses 3 cm of air and 0.01 mm of aluminium. If barium-radium chloride be kept fused for several hours, towards 800 degrees, 98% of the radiation capable of traversing 0.3 mm of aluminium is destroyed. The penetrating rays may be considered as no longer in existence after intense and prolonged heating. When a radium salt has lost part of its activity by heating, the diminution is not lasting. The activity of the salt is spontaneously regenerated at the ordinary temperature and approaches a certain limiting value. I have observed the curious fact that this limit is higher than the limiting activity of the salt before being heated. This, at least, is the case with the chloride. I give examples of this. A specimen of barium-radium chloride, which, after having been prepared in the solid state, has long since attained its limiting activity, possesses a total radiation represented by the number 470, and the radiation capable of traversing 0.01 mm of aluminium, represented by the number 157. This specimen is heated to redness for several hours. Two months after the heating, it attains its limit of activity with a total radiation equal to 690 and the radiation through 0.01 mm of aluminium equal to 227. The total radiation and the radiation transmitted by aluminium are therefore increased respectively in the ratios 690 to 470 and 227 to 156. These two ratios are practically equal to one another and are equivalent to 1.45. A specimen of radium-barium chloride, which, after having been prepared in the solid state, has attained a limiting activity of 62, is maintained in a state of fusion for some hours. The fused product is then powdered. 
the product regains a new limiting activity equal to 140, which is twice as great as that to which it was able to attain when prepared in the solid state without having been sensibly heated during evaporation. I have investigated the law of increase of activity of radium compounds after heating. The following are the results of two series of determinations. The figures of table 1 and 2 represent the intensity of the radiation I as a function of time, the limiting intensity being supposed equal to 100, and the time being reckoned from the close of the heating. Table 1, figure 13, curve 1, refers to the total radiation of a specimen of barium radium chloride. Table 2, figure 13, curve 2, relates to the penetrating radiation of a specimen of barium radium sulfate, the intensity of the radiation which traversed 3 cm of air and 0.01 mm of aluminium having been determined. The two products were subjected to a bright red heat for 7 hours. Table 1 0 days, intensity of the radiation 16.2 0 0.6 days, intensity of the radiation 25.4 one day intensity of the radiation twenty seven point four two days intensity of the radiation thirty eight three days intensity of the radiation forty six point three four days intensity of the radiation fifty four six days intensity of the radiation sixty seven point five ten days Intensity of the radiation 84. 24 days. Intensity of the radiation 95. 57 days. Intensity of the radiation 100. Table 2. 0 days. Intensity of the radiation 0 0.8. 0 0.7 days. Intensity of the radiation 13. 1 day. Intensity of the radiation, 18. 1.9 days. Intensity of the radiation, 26.4. 6 days. Intensity of the radiation, 46.2. 10 days. Intensity of the radiation, 55.5. 14 days. Intensity of the radiation, 64. 18 days. Intensity of the radiation, 71.8. 27 days. Intensity of the radiation, 81. 36 days. Intensity of the radiation, 91. 50 days. Intensity of the radiation, 95.5. 57 days. Intensity of the radiation, 99. 84 days. Intensity of the radiation, 100. I made several other series of determinations, but the results did not agree well. The effect of heating does not persist when the heated radium compound is dissolved. Of two specimens of the same radium compound of activity 1800, one was strongly heated and its activity thereby reduced to 670. The two portions being now dissolved and left in solution for 20 hours, 
their initial activities in the solid state were 460 for the not-heated portion and 420 for the heated one. The difference between the two portions was therefore not considerable. But if the two products do not remain for a sufficient length of time in solution, if, for example, they are evaporated to dryness immediately after solution, the not-heated product is much more active than the heated one, a certain time is necessary in the dissolved state for the effects of heating to disappear. A product of activity 3200 was heated, and its activity thereby reduced to 1030. This product and a similar portion which had not been heated were simultaneously dissolved, and the two then immediately evaporated to dryness. The initial activity was 1450 for the not heated portion and 760 for the heated one. In the case of solid radium salts, the capacity for exciting induced radioactivity is largely affected by heating. During heating, radium compounds give off a larger amount of emanation than at the ordinary temperature, but on being cooled to the ordinary temperature, not only is their radioactivity much less than before heating, but their capacity for inducing activity is much diminished. During the time that follows the heating, the radioactivity of the product increases and may even exceed the original value. The induction capacity is also partially re-established. However, after prolonged heating to redness, this capacity is almost entirely destroyed without spontaneous reappearance afterwards. The induction capacity may be restored to the radium salt by dissolving it in water and drying it in the oven at a temperature of 120 degrees. This seems to have the effect of leaving the salt in a peculiar physical condition in which the emanation is given off with much less facility than is the case with the same solid product not heated to a high temperature, and it follows naturally that the salt attains a higher limit of activity than that which it possessed before heating. To transform the salts into the physical condition proper to it before heating, it suffices to dissolve it and to evaporate it to dryness without heating it above 150 degrees. The following are numerical examples of the above. I represent by A the limit of induced activity produced in a closed vessel upon a plate of copper by a specimen of barium radium carbonate of activity 1600. Suppose A equals 100 for the not heated product. We find, one day after heating, A equals 3.3. .3. Four days after heating, A equals 7.1. Ten days after heating, A equals 15. Twenty days after heating, A equals 15. Thirty-seven days after heating, A equals 15. The radioactivity of the product had diminished 90% by heating, but one month afterwards the original value was regained. The following is an experiment of the same kind made with a barium-radium chloride of activity 3000. The induction capacity is determined in the same manner as before. 
for the product not heated a equals 100 induction capacity of the product after being heated to redness for three hours two days after heating 2.3 five days after heating 7.0 11 days after heating 8.2 18 days after heating 8.2 induction capacity of the unheated substance which has been dissolved and then dried at 150 degrees 92 induction capacity of the heated substance which has been dissolved and then dried at 150 degrees 105 theory of interpretation of the causes of variations of activity of radium salts after solution and after heating the facts previously indicated may be in part explained by the theory according to which the energy of radium is produced in the form of an emanation which is then transformed into the energy of radiation when a radium salt is dissolved the emanation produced by it spreads beyond the solution and causes radioactivity outside the source from which it proceeds when the solution is evaporated the solid salt obtained is but slightly active because it contains only a small amount of emanation gradually the emanation is accumulated in the salt the activity of which rises to a limiting value which is reached when the production of the emanation by the radium compensates the loss by external emission and by local transformation into becquerel rays when a radium salt is heated the external emission of the emanation is greatly increased and the phenomena of induced radioactivity are more intense than when the salt is at the ordinary temperature but when the salt returns to the ordinary temperature it is exhausted as is the case after being dissolved and contains but a small amount of emanation its activity having become greatly reduced gradually the emanation accumulates afresh in the solid salt and the radiation increases it may be said that radium gives rise to a constant generation of any emanation part of which escapes to the exterior the remainder being transformed in the radium itself into becquerel rays when radium is raised to a red heat it loses the greater part of its capacity to cause the induction of activity otherwise stated the evolution of the emanation is lessened consequently the proportion of the emanation utilized in the radium itself should be greater and the substance attains a higher limit of radioactivity we will endeavor to establish theoretically the law of rise of activity of a solid radium salt which has been dissolved or has been heated we will assume that the intensity of radiation of radium is at each instant proportional to the quantity of emanation q present in the radium we know that the emanation is spontaneously destroyed according to a law such that at each instant formula one q is equal to q zero times e to the power of minus t divided by theta q zero being the amount of the emanation at the moment of starting the observation and theta the time constant 
equal to 4.97 times 10 to the power of 5 seconds. Now let delta be the evolution of the emanation by radium, a quantity which I will assume constant. Let us consider what would occur if no emanation were escaping to the exterior. The emanation generated would then be completely utilized by the radium for the production of the radiation. We have from formula 1, dq over dt equals minus q0 divided by theta times e to the power of minus t divided by theta is equal to minus q divided by theta. And consequently, in the state of equilibrium, the radium would contain a certain quantity of emanation, capital Q, such that, formula 2, delta is equal to capital Q divided by theta, and the radiation of the radium would then be proportional to capital Q. Let us suppose the radium placed in the circumstances under which it gives off the emanation to the exterior. This is obtained by dissolving the radium compound or by heating it. The equilibrium will be disturbed and the activity of the radium diminished. But as soon as the cause of the loss of emanation has been abolished, the body being restored to the solid state or the heating having ceased, the emanation is accumulated afresh in the radium, and we have a period during which the evolution delta surpasses the velocity of destruction q over theta. We then have dq over dt is equal to delta minus q over theta is equal to capital Q minus q divided by theta, from which d over dt of bracket capital Q minus Q close bracket equals minus capital Q minus Q divided by theta. Capital Q minus Q is equal to bracket capital Q minus Q zero close bracket times e to the power of minus t divided by theta, formula 3, q0 being the amount of emanation present in the radium at time t equals 0. According to formula 3, the excess of the quantity of emanation, capital Q, contained by the radium in a state of equilibrium above the quantity Q contained at a given moment decreases as a function of the time according to an exponential law, which is also the law of the spontaneous disappearance of the emanation. The radiation of radium being proportional to the amount of emanation, the excess of the intensity of the limiting radiation above the actual intensity should decrease as a function of the time by the same law. The excess should thus diminish to one-half in about four days. The preceding theory is incomplete, since the loss of emanation to the exterior has been neglected. It is also difficult to determine the manner in which this acts as a function of the time. In comparing the results of experiment with those of this incomplete theory, there is found to be no satisfactory agreement. 
The conviction is, however, retained that the theory in question is partially true. The law by which the excess of limiting activity above the actual activity diminishes to one-half in four days represents approximately the course of the renewal of activity after heating for ten days. In the case of the renewal of activity after solution, the same law appears to hold approximately for a certain period of time, which begins two or three days after evaporation to dryness and continues for ten or fifteen days. The phenomena are otherwise complex. The theory sketched out does not explain the reason of the suppression of the penetrating rays in greater proportion than the absorbable rays. End of section 11